Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round two recap for this week's American Express. Joining me to break it all down is Patrick McDonald. Hello, Patrick. What's up, Rick? How's your Friday going? It's good, man. I got a lot of work done today. I did a lot of data stuff. I had the golf on here, just keeping an eye on everything. It was it was good. How was yours? Nice. Uh, my, mine was all right. It got off to a pretty rocky start. I've been a big... Uh, vitamin boy or as bear grills would say vitamins vitamins uh, this year and i kind of took my zinc i've always been a zinc guy but i took my zinc on an empty stomach this morning Ooh. and it really knocked me on my butt so these are not flintstones vitamins then now i'm on you know i'm taking the fish oil i'm taking the b the c the d pretty much the alphabet zinc and then you just pee it all out like bright neon nuclear yellow you feel like superman is do you think that do you think that's what superman's urine looks like if i had to guess honestly <laughs> all right I mean, it, it's really just it's it's really just the vitamins you're peeing all of them out i don't have a great transition to get us back on track here so it was that, superman today sam burns looked a lot like clark kent no um let's let's get into it the golf courses I, I mean listen they are just shredding this place there's still a couple guys out on the course at the moment but i think it was even easier today than it was yesterday the stadium course at three strokes under par the nicholas tournament course at 4.2 under par la quinta played um a hair more difficult 3.8 strokes under par compared to i think yesterday it was four and a half below uh below par yeah, I'm hoping the uh, stadium course plays a little more difficult tomorrow. There, there's been a little mini trend, sort of, of La Quinta, Nicholas Stadium guys winning this event. I think four out of the last seven. And then you look at the top 25 of this leaderboard right now, and I think 14 of them are on that uh, course rotation yeah, right you know now. Why? Do you know why, Patrick? I, I understand. It's the easiest, and then you get to play the same course two days in a row, and you don't have to change greens and everything. No. They're the better players. They're the guys. Yeah. They handpick guys to play the stadium course on Saturday and Sunday for television. So Scotty Scheffler, Patrick Cantlay, Sam Burns, all of these guys are in that rotation. Okay, well, now that you say that, it makes a lot of sense, but <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> That's fine. You can disagree. You're <laughs> definitely right. <laughs> um, the leader. Let's just let's just get to him. He got us on a 59 watch at the Nicholas Tournament course. It was Sam Burns who has been electric this week. He had two eagles, one on the par 5 fourth, one on the par 5 11th. He cards a bogey-free 61 and Patrick, he has not made worse than birdie on any par 5 this week. He is currently playing them at 10 under par. He's pretty locked in. Pretty locked in. 
has a great history at this event. He's kind of the guy in these, uh, not, this is a gen pop event, but it's kind of like a good gen pop event, right? With the field with Xander, Cantlay, Scheffler. Burns always pokes his head in this type of event. And you just look at his hat. He wanted all the smoke today. A pair of eagles. <laughs> Did you see that they changed the shot tracker to emit smoke? I, I saw that on uh, Taylor Montgomery's and I was like, what the hell is that? I thought it'd be cool like in old like NHL video games where if you took a slap shot, it would have like the like the fire behind it that if you hit mm -hmm. one over, I don't know, 180 ball speed, it should it should start smoking. <laughs> yes, he should do that. I think Minwoo reached like a, a buck 95 uh, on one of his tee shots today. But back to Sam Burns, I, I think he is like. I think he's properly rated, but he's underrated in how much he wins, if that yeah. makes sense. Because well, if he every, wins this event. Every time he contends, he wins, it feels like. he's a He is a certified closer. And if he wins this event, it will be number six in less than 70 starts, which would it put him like around 9% during that span, which is ludicrous, really. And for him, it's obviously a POS putting contest, which plays right into his hands. He, he's a phenomenal putter, but that kind of goes both ways where if it does fall off a little bit, he's on the difficult stadium course because TV executive Rick wanted him there on Saturday. Buddy, if I was the TV exec, this, it would look vastly different than it does right now. <laughs> and so I, I think he might not struggle as the front runner of the last half, but I think this tournament is very, very far from over just because the putter holds a lot of volatility in general, and there's a lot of great names behind him. But like you said, he's a great closer. It's just going to be about getting to that those last nine holes, you know, still in the lead or still within a, a stroke. 17 under par for Sam Burns. One shot behind Michael Kim, who is on the same rotation as Burns, La Quinta, uh, Nicholas tournament course and then stadium course for two rounds. And this round here on Friday was highlighted by three straight birdies from 10 through 12. He did it again with another birdie streak from 14 through 16. Michael Kim has one of the most interesting long-term like career trajectories. Patrick, obviously he misses a ton of cuts, goes out and shoots a, a record, a tournament record at John Deere wins that misses like 27 cuts in a row last year. He played, uh, was it last year or the year before he like gets his card back through corn Ferry. Now he's much more consistent playing some of the best golf we've ever seen him play. It would be cool to see Michael Kim win this. <clears throat> Are you uh, a fan of his on Twitter? Do you follow him? Uh, I do. And, uh, I'm not like a disciple. I'm not like a Michael. Kim, <laughs> Right. But I think he is definitely in the upper echelon of, professional golfer tweeters because he gives us behind the scenes stuff. He gives us like what he's actually thinking in the moment. Uh, so yes, I'm a, I'm a fan of uh, Michael Kim on Twitter. Yeah. Okay, cool. I just had, I just had to ask that question, but yeah, it was last year where he kind of resurfaced played well, I think on one of the Island events. And then I think he was in the mix at quail hollow a little bit as well. And then kind of meh summer, played about the Wyndham Championship too. And here we are coming into 2024. And truthfully, 
I'm on the other side of the aisle with you, Rick. Okay, I, I knew that's what I knew you had to be getting at something. So what 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 has he done to aggrieve you? Are you are you blocked by Michael Kim? You see no, the, no, 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 no. All these spats all the time. I I haven't interacted with Michael Kim. I think I've replied to one of his tweets a little. Uh, might have been after a few drinks, but what's the problem with Michael? I think he's a bit clickbaity. I think he's a little. He kind of farms a little bit. Coming from old McDonald, the farm, the engagement farmer himself, I he kind of gives me a little Lou Stagner. Uh, and there's a, the Sherman guy as well. Who, oh. Those those people <laughs> who are just tweeting out, pick one, drive it 300 yards for the rest of your life, approach shots, hit the green in regulation, make every single 30 footer on the greens. Which do you choose? He gives me that vibe a little bit. Can I tell you that? So I've met I've met Lou Stagner in person. He's a wonderful guy. Okay, he's, he's an absolute wonderful guy. I don't I don't always agree with what he tweets out, but I think he's a wonderful guy. Uh, I I like that you're out here naming names. <laughs> it's 2024, the- baby. Oh man, you're in. You're in. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. I'll be blocked soon enough by by those uh, those individuals. Um, but it's a great round from Michael Kim. He's been playing some. Much better golf since his return to the PGA Tour. I think in general it would be a very popular win outside of the fr- uh, few curmudgeons on the internet, That's myself it. included. Uh, and so he gets uh, – he's on that same rotation. So the TV executives obviously like Michael Kim as well. So I'm rooting for him despite what I just said. Nine under, you always talk with these guys. It's a little different this week because every course is so easy. It's tough to follow up a good round with another one. We saw that out of Xander Shoffley a little bit today, and it will just be interesting to see if, if he can uh, keep it going. Yeah, to put a bow on those Michael Kim results, best results from last year, T11 at Pebble. The fifth-place finish at Puerto Rico was the tropical event that you were looking for. The seventh-place finish at Quail, that was the Wells Fargo Championship. He had a T6 at the Charles Schwab, and he had a T5 at the Wyndham. Those were pretty significantly uh, far and away his, his, his best results. Of the year, he is going to enter the weekend one shot off the lead. Then we start to get a really big log jam. Couple guys at 15 under KH Lee, Nick Dunlap, the amateur, which would be pretty cool, and then a, 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 a just army of guys at 14 under. We'll start with Patrick Cantlay. He is on that same rotation that we've already alluded to. He's going to go to the difficult or more difficult stadium course on Saturday. Um, a little bit of a slow start. He was only one under at the turn. He was able to pile a couple of birdies on his second nine, which was the front nine of the golf course and get this thing in at six under 66, keep himself very much in this tournament. But um, you know, it's the American express Patrick. This, this Patrick is always in the mix. He looks great in that photo. And if I am Sam Burns, this is the name on the leaderboard that scares the heck out of me. He's kind of just been Mr. Consistent for the last year, two years, pretty much. And he has the course record at the stadium course, that 11 under 61, I believe in 2021, when Siwoo Kim on Sunday. won. And he, just, he just hasn't really done anything phenomenal yet this week. Just two really good, solid rounds. Uh, you look at pretty much every metric over whatever time span you want. And T to green wise, he's like second to Scotty Scheffler in all of them. You take away Ludwig who played 11 starts uh, last season. 
Cantley's number one in par five scoring. He's number one in birdie or better. I think he's number one in par four scoring as well. It's just the par threes that get him. So I'm pretty interested to see how he plays those par threes over the weekend because if there is any bite in the stadium course, I would argue it's those par threes. Uh, some of them are quite long. The one on the front, 17s, I know it's a short iron in, but it can uh, you know test your nerves a little bit. So I, I think he is the guy heading into the weekend, just given how well he's played the past year, past year and a half, how due he is for a victory, and uh, ju just how much he likes the stadium course, it seems. The duel that we got from Patrick Cantlay and Siwoo Kim a couple of years ago could happen again. Siwoo is also in at 14 under par T5, same number as Patrick Cantlay. But the guy who's actually, the guy who is actually going to win this golf tournament is Eric Cole, 14 under par. He just shot an eight under 64 at La Quinta. He has already played the stadium course. There will be no bright lights on him on Saturday. He's going to go to the Nicholas tournament course, which played the easiest today on Friday. He's got, he, he beat the draw on Thursday. He might end up with the good draw on Saturday, going to Nicholas on Saturday. And it is time for Eric Cole to break through and win a golf tournament. This course has been very kind to PXG staffers. I like Hudson Swafford, twice love, a winner. Love this. And so he could continue that tradition of one Bob Parson. But, Rick, I, I just I, – I don't know if it's one of those situations where I know he's still very, very new on the PGA Tour. He just won freaking Rookie of the Year. Is, is he the guy to emerge from a Sam Burns, a Patrick Cantlay – I think Scotty Scheffler is not too far behind. Sung JM is not too far behind. Siwoo Kim is Eric Cole that good of a player to emerge from that pack, in your opinion? Just when you least expect it, Eric Cole is going to steal one. I mean, he goes out, he shoots a 63 at the tournament course, gets the 23 under going into Sunday. He flips the script. Then he just has to kind of hold on and shoot, you know, uh, 67 at the stadium course, which he has already shot a 66 at this week. And that's all she wrote. It's, who, uh, it's the math. Who do you have for one and done? <laughs> I have Eric Cole for one and done. Mm, <laughs> is, mm. there, is there a bit of a bias coming out right now? Mm, the truth comes out. You said the quiet part out loud, Rick. Yeah. But, it, it, I mean, it's been – very cool to see this guy just continue to rack up paycheck after paycheck, top 10 after top 10. Uh, so I said Patrick Cantlay's due. Cantlay's more due than Cole, in my opinion. But Cole's certainly top five on that list of do-ness. <laughs> uh, the do the point, we should have a report. Oh, I like that. Yeah. TM that. TM that. Yeah, who's most due? Uh, we will continue this conversation, which is obviously incredibly valuable, with some more who are in the mix. Plus, we will take a look at the betting favorites. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. 
And we're back. Let's just bop around a little bit, Patrick, and see what we can find. Min Woo Lee currently in a tie for 11, 65, 66 to open up his week. The 66 that he shot here on Friday was at the stadium course. And, you know, you start looking around, Patrick, guys that have really high expectations for this year. Minnie's probably close to the top of that list. Of new PGA Tour members, one hundred percent. Yeah, no, of, I just mean like, I just mean like of like chatter. I'm not saying like like obviously Scotty Scheffler, Scotty Scheffler, Victor Hovland, Rory McIlroy, but I'm talking about like burst, yeah, bursting on the scene and and expected to have immediate success. I made a joke in my newsletter towards the middle of December when when he won in Australia that everyone who was filing their their breakout candidates of 2024 and had Min Woo Lee. At number one, it's just like, sorry, buddy, you got to edit it. This this guy's already breaking out. Mm. And, and so I, I do agree with that point for – he's not a relatively unknown. I mean, he won the U U.S. Junior. He, he's won a bunch over – or a few times overseas. Uh, and, and so you combine that with his swagger, uh, the sunglasses, the mustache, and there's a lot of excitement, especially, like I said earlier, 195 ball speed. That is dumb – and then you see him with the flop shots coming down the stretch. I think this round was probably the best score he could have put together. Uh, 13, he hits the ball in the water on the par three, makes a putt from off the green to save par. A couple other ridiculous up and downs, including the flop shot on 18. And overall, I'm looking at the stats right now, he gained four strokes around the green. He lost over a stroke on approach, which isn't fantastic. If, if the numbers are correct that I'm looking at. The numbers have been a, they've been a mess this week. Yeah. Yeah. That seems, yeah. That seems to be, I saw Sung JM make an Eagle on the par five and then they took it back. I'm like, what are we doing here? Volunteers. I actually uh, got, well, I actually got an email from the PGA tour that said they're, they acknowledge, which I've never gotten before. They acknowledge they, um, a, a significant shot, shot link outage last uh yesterday that like screwed some stuff up wow breaking news from the desk of rick burr, 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 burr. uh but i would love to see men Lee contend and it's a big week for him he's not in the signature events yet he's outside the top 40 so a couple good starts here and the farmers would inch him closer to that top 30 mark maybe he can get in on the aeon swing five but who knows how that thing freaking works if Grayson Murray's number one and he won the tournament so it seems to me that he probably needs to win one of these next two weeks if he wants to get into Pebble Beach and the rest of the signature events um and I'm a little concerned about the iron play to be honest with you did they announce I think they did the the Pebble Beach uh sponsors invites yeah, they're uh, they're on the website I went on like a, a full-on detective mode I was so confused I even reached out to the uh the PGA Tour people overseeing the AT&T. So it's going to be Maunati, Webb Simpson, Pebble Beach's very own Maverick McNeely. And then uh, that came from golf.com's Sean Zaks. I saw those. Sean Zock. Zock. Uh, oh, okay. Maybe that should have a little thing over this. Zock. Uh, and on the website, Adam Scott is listed. So I believe he's going to be the fourth. Pack 12 after dark is alive and well. That is three pack boys and Maverick McNeely. And then what they're going to do, since it is a pro-am, the field, it's the only signature event that is set at 80 players. 
And so to get to that number, they're going to use those players who finished 61 in the FedEx Cup until they get to 80. So like number 61, number 62, number 63, and so on. So this is 80. What are the other signature events? Uh, they're, they're just, there's How no set. Yeah, it's not set. It's based, just on the, based on the qualifications, whatever number that might be. It's like the Masters, right? Just however many people qualify. Correct. Because I was so confused. I was looking at the list and players from 61 to 69 were on it. I'm like, Alex Noren's not in the field for this. Thomas Dietrich, like, what are we doing here? And then I, I reached out and got some clarification. Uh, my my larger point was I'm surprised Minwoo Lee did not get a sponsor's invite. Buddy, you're telling me, or you could even argue a past champion like a Daniel Berger. I mean, hat tip to Peter Malnati, but the Pack Boys are looking after their own. Mm, I don't like that, Patrick. I do not like that. Uh, I don't either. Let us find Xander Shoffley here. Probably played himself out of this on Friday. 69, three under par at the Nicholas tournament course. He dropped 21 spots. He's in a tie for 26. That's about all That's about all she wrote for Xander. 11 under is half a dozen back. He is playing the stadium tomorrow. Yeah, of course. He, he's of course one of the he It's a big name. Yes, of course. Um, yeah, I mean, this, this is vintage. Xander Shoffley, I think. Just a vintage week for Xander Shoffley. I think he will be perfectly posi positioned for that backdoor top 10. I will say last year, coming off that weird back injury at Kapalua, he kind of, I think he shot 62 in the final round. So he likes the course. He's capable of doing it. But you see the opening 36, and if he finishes the week at 22 under and five off the win, I think that's the most likely scenario. Let us assume that the cut line is going to be 12 under par. I think that that's a reasonable assumption. 11, 12, 13, something like that. Let's go with 12. Zalatoris needs a five under round to get there. Ricky Fowler needs to go six deep to get there. Grayson Murray, last week's champion, needs to go seven low to get there. I'm just kind of scrolling through some of the guys that are unlikely to be around for the weekend. Michael Block probably needs to shoot an 11 under round on Saturday. I guess that is possible though not likely so we are going to see a couple of uh higher end names at least not play on sunday tom kim needs to shoot eight under mm. most likely uh i should have known i, I should have known that of all the people to ruin the streak that I, I got a i got a phone call yesterday saying it was like 30 weeks in a row but i i had to Tell him to cool it, cool it down. To to ruin the streak, Tom Kim, if you had to pick one player on the PGA Tour, makes the most sense. Just given our history together, our back-and-forth relationship, it truly is a, a calls coming from inside the house situation with Tom Kim ruining the positivity parlay. I thought I thought you got a call from Vegas saying, Patrick, please stop, stop. You're killing us. You're killing us. We're begging you here. No, what they actually did, they're like, oh, man, we're so sorry. Here's a, f a few nights free on us if you want to come. <laughs> I, I heard they only give those to the winners, right, Rick? Yeah, that's right. Only the winners. Right. <laughs> Nobody else. Only the best get, get that. Absolutely correct. Uh, speaking of the odds board, let's see it, Josh. We've got the... 
board ready to rock and roll here as far as I am aware. There it is. Sam Burns, the favorite to win the 2024 American Express, plus 350. Patrick Cantlay at 6-1 to and Eric Cole at 9-1, to the only three golfers in single digits. You can get Minwoo Lee and Adam Hadwin, both at 12-1, to along with Michael Kim. You can get K.H. Lee and Siwoo Kim at 18-1. to You can get Nick Dunlap at 20, and you can get anybody else in the entire field for longer than that. Quick note on Nick Dunlap. Sure. So he's, he's only a sophomore. He's looking to become the first amateur since... Phil. Phil Mickelson in 1990. Am I just the like you just you you actually just gave me like one of the three questions that I absolutely knew off the top of my head in 1991 to win on the PGA Tour. But the wrinkle with Nick Dunlap and the PGA Tour University ranking is he's not counted towards it yet. He's only a sophomore, so if he wants to get his PGA Tour card via an avenue not winning on the PGA Tour. He has to go through the left lane, the acceler- accelerated program that Gordon Sargent just went through, not the Ludwig Aberg lane, if that makes any sense. <sighs> this is the point system, right? Correct. And so he has 11 currently. Now, so, by making the cut this week, he'd get another one. Correct. Making a start, I believe, I think that's already in the point to- total. He's in a couple um, majors. Yes. So... Pretty much for him, like it, say he finishes 12th at the Masters later this year, that would be four points. So it'd be a point for a major start, a point for a major cut, and then two for a top 20 in a major. And then a top 10 in a PGA Tour event's only one point. There's a lot of different points. I wrote it in my article if you want to look it up on cbssports.com. But the point being is he needs nine points. He's in this week. He's in next week at the Farmers as well. Uh, he's in the Masters. Does USAM winner gets into the US Open? I would have. I mean, yeah. I don't know, but I would. <laughs> I'd be willing to bet on it. Yeah. Um. So he has all of that, including the college side of golf. Like, if he wins the Haskins, it's three points. What if he well, just wins this week? Uh, then you get your PGA Tour card. But he doesn't get the money. Correct. So second place could be big. Yeah, so so the way it works is everybody moves up a spot. Mm-hmm. So if you finish second to Nick Dunlap this week, you get the full whatever it is, one point eight million. That would be vintage Cantlayer. It would be vintage. <laughs> it would be vintage for for Cantlay to get the full winnership <laughs> and not. It would actually be better if Xander did it. It would be like way too poetic. It would be uh, perfect. Um, I look at this board though. And I think I think you got to go deep. I really do. Okay. How and do I'm going. We we're, were talking about our biases and saying them out loud earlier in the show with your one and done selection. I'm gonna go with Sung JM. I think around 45 to one. He's 11 under, half a dozen back. He's at La Quinta Country Club, which is also a hotel tomorrow. And so if he puts together a round of, let's say, 10 under, you know, just a little, just a little, a little, a little 10 under. Sure, why not? <laughs> While we're at it, why don't we just give him a little 10 under tomorrow? A conservative 10 under, 21 under, let's say Burns shoots 
four under, boom, tied. That's I, how math works. I think um, – I mean, I, th- I I really do think Eric Cole is a good one. And I think Minwoo. I, I think Minwoo – listen, like I think you said it earlier. Like, you kind of got the most out of it. I think I think there's a low one. I think there's a low one out there. He's going to go to an easier golf course. Um, yeah, I think, I think we're going to get a lot of movement on Saturday. Okay, I will agree with that. Okay. All right, well, we will be back Saturday night, Sunday night. Whatever, whatever night is needed, but it'll 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 just be Saturday and Sunday. Uh, big thanks to producer Josh who does all the hard work behind the scenes. That right there, Patrick McDonald, who you can find on X at P McDonald CBS. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time. 